Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, it's going to be a fun show and absolutely 100% applicable for every single listener. It's one of those kinds of shows. Starting today, you can use what we're going to be talking about, so I'm excited. Yes, this is one of those topics that's kind of evergreen. Julie and I talk about it, I mean, always this time of year, but usually also sometimes mid-year. And I will, I remember back to a situation where I'll tell you guys how this basically came about because we have obviously a lot of us have, you know, holiday things that are coming up. A lot of you guys are going to be having a lot of direct interaction with your centers of influence and past clients. A lot of you guys are going to be going to, you know, neighborhood holiday parties. You're going to be throwing some of them. You're going to, you know, whatever, right? We're, we're All of us are forced uh, to go from our usual rather monastic lifestyles as being real estate agents, and monastic means for the most part you spend a lot of time with your own company. You know, you're spending a lot of time with people like you. You're spending a lot of time with yourself. You're spending a lot of time in your office, a lot of time on your phone. Generally speaking, when you work for yourself, guys, not just in real estate but in any profession, uh, when you're a small business owner, you're basically going to be your number one compatriot during the day. And so we lose sometimes, we lose touch with how to communicate with civilians, people that are not in the real estate business or people that are not in the market to buy or sell real estate. We literally forget how to communicate effectively. And then as a result of that, and let's just be honest, a lot of folks didn't know that to, how to do that to begin with because they're so introverted. So a lot of people – again, will essentially lost their edge and had it, or maybe didn't have their edge to begin with on how to communicate with strangers or how to feel comfortable at parties or, you know, without being inebriated and things like that. So what this topic is, is it's something very, you know, as always, tactical and practical that when you take seriously, is going to be your ace in the hole when you find yourself in those awkward situations that always seem to happen around the holidays. And this also, by the way, this works great for dealing with family too. Um, you know, we see every year we see a spike in people having little emotional stability issues. We see it happening with, amongst all of you. We see it happening amongst the people that work for us. And so Julie and I, you know, we've come to expect it. And the reason that people act like that is because they basically are being forced to deal with people, uh, and I say forced to deal with in quotes, um, that they don't normally have to deal with, a.k.a. their family. So you have this time of year, going to November, December, all kinds of just interesting little social dynamics and familial dynamics that start to boil up that people don't have a real good way of emotionally dealing with. You guys with me? So here's the suggestion. Take really good notes on today's podcast. And these notes are definitely applicable whether it's, you know, you going to an office meeting, you going to a Toastmasters event, you going to a family reunion, you saying it's your, you know, your cousins you haven't seen for a while and last time you saw them, you know, you were a little kid and they drove you crazy, your annoying brother-in-law, your annoying mother-in-law, whatever it is, this is a great system for you to have in the back of your mind to make it so that you can stay in control of your own emotions and not feel emotionally drained, even if you're the most introverted of introverts. Does that make sense, Julie? Did I set this up correctly? 
Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's not all of those scenarios, all of what we're talking about does help with that. But what's the end game here? We want you to expand and be more comfortable with your center of influence, with your past clients. You know, I just hung up with a great agent here in Austin, Tim, and she is not afraid to have like past client parties and center of influence events and stuff at her house and charitable things, but her list is only 125 people, which is great, and she's been able to make a really great income, but she wants to get to the next level through the expansion an increase of that number of her past clients and center of influence. So this, what we're talking about today, which is the Ford Memory Jogger Quasi-Script, F-O-R-D, um, will work in that scenario where she's maybe getting out of her normal stomping ground and going to different events where she doesn't already know all 125 people that are there. It helps for that, and ultimately we're trying to get you more organic referrals. The better you are at what we're talking about today, it does take some pressure off of your prospecting and your marketing dollars spent and your struggle for lead generation. I often remind my premier coaching members, Tim, and I do this on this podcast as well, when you look at an agent and go, how'd they get that really kick-ass listing? How'd they do it? Probably the person knew them. Probably. And furthermore, when you're competing, when you lose, why do you lose most times? because somebody else had a tighter relationship with that person. It's at least one of the factors and sometimes is the only factor. Would you agree with that, Tim? Yes. And so as Julie said, it's Ford. And so let's get started in our notes, Julie. Actually, before we do, can you uh, – do you have anybody you want to acknowledge? I know we received – I do. A, yeah, I mean, we received yes. so many nice uh, compliments on the book and, and reviews and things on Facebook. So if you, I know you always like to give folks recognition, so go for it. Yes. So uh, Tony – in, I believe she's in Houston, uh, just posted, she's one of my premier coaching members, posted on the private Facebook page, just finished some reverse trick-or-treating. That's something that we've been working on with our premier clients uh, in her farm area. And of course, she went as, remember her name is Tony. she's Tony the Tiger, which got lots of chuckles. She actually dressed up for her door knocking, which I think is awesome, um, got lots of nice comments and compliments, and also has a listing referral for a second home that they're going to sell outside of her farm area. So nice job. She went with these really cute, fun baskets of candy she's delivering, the little card that says wishing you and your family a happy fall holiday. Business card is in there, cute wrapped up candy. So we joke a lot about agents getting out there and trick-or-treating so they'll be having something to eat this month. And I like that uh, a lot of our coaching clients are doing the reverse of that, getting out there and expanding their center of influence and doing a nice job of that. So very good, Tony. We'll talk about that more in Premiere as well. And then, of course, keep up the good work with your awesome reviews of the book, Harris Rules, if you haven't got your book yet. And I've been talking to a lot of people, Tim, that did the download, but they're not in love with reading something on their device. I wanted to remind everybody, even if you already did the download, the soft cover is available. Amazon.com, Harris Rules, you can buy that today. So back oh, to you, and, and I'm ready to and, use the and. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah. the audiobook is going to be done in November. Uh, the audiobook is scheduled to be actually released um, this. Uh, I think at the before Christmas. I think we said the right? Yeah, before. Well, it's going to be in November. So for you, I mean, I don't uh-huh. like reading books either. You know, I like to listen to things. So I like to listen to podcasts. I mean, when I'm doing other work and Julie and I are writing for our next book. By the way, we've already signed a contract for our next book. 
Um, and uh, we'll be talking about that more in the future. But moral of the story here is that, yeah, guys, I get it. You want to listen to books, and that's perfectly understandable. Some of you guys are going to be doing a lot of plane traveling and you know driving over the holidays. Audiobook will be there to keep you company. Um, what I do personally is I almost always buy the soft cover of the book, and then I almost always buy, when I find a really good book, then I'll obviously buy the audible version of the book. Audible. Audible. Right? Okay. Anyway, so I buy both. That way, if I want to go back and you know have a, a transcript of what I just heard, then it gives me that backstory. And I think, well, I mean, you guys know Harris Rules is definitely fluff-free, um, and there's a lot of stuff that you're going to want to go back and just have a, your immediate ac- immediate access to, so you can follow exactly what it says in the book. Okay, so write this. I have a question before Julie gets to her um, first part here. Here's the question. Everyone listening. Answer this question. It's not a hard question, I promise you. What is everyone's favorite topic? What is everyone's favorite topic? If you're using this podcast, as a lot of you guys do for your office uh, training, um, I want all the agents that are listening right now on a group call or, or you know, listening in replay to answer that question. I know real estate agents have teams, and they're using our podcast for their training. Same thing. Everyone answer the question, it's a simple question. What is everyone's favorite topic? <laughs> okay, here's the answer. Ready? Themselves. <laughs> right, Tommy just basically chatted me themselves. You got it, Tommy. <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite topic is themselves. That's everyone's favorite topic. They all want to talk about themselves. That's always been true and always will be true. You need to remember that. And I'll tell you right now, the thing that people want to hear the least isn't about politics isn't about, you know, taxes, isn't about anything. The thing they want to hear about the least is you. Sorry, true. They want you to talk about them, their favorite topic, and they don't want to talk about you. So in those social situations where you have a lot of people that will basically, you'll be talking to somebody, and then there's this sort of like cursory, you know, turnover where you're supposed to sort of talk about the same topic, you need to give a polite answer and you need to go back and talking about them. So as you listen to Julie present Ford today, it's going to save your bacon in so many different social situations that will make your head spin. And you'll become so good at this. It's, it basically, this is a, a, mind, a, a trick to keep you on topic, talking with folks about their favorite topic, which is themselves. So that's the way to set this up. And I promise you guys, please listen to your coach or maybe we're your future coach. I don't know. Listen to what we're saying. Don't talk about yourselves. Nobody gives a shit. Your mom, maybe. Your spouse, occasionally. Your kids, Never. Your dog all the time. There you go. Your dog cares about what your you dog. Cares. Talk about your dog or talk to your dog. But other than that, nobody, nobody wants to hear your story. Nobody does. They don't. They want you They want you to ask about them. Now, is that too harsh? Maybe. Am I trying to make a point efficiently because we only have you guys for a half hour a day? Yes. But please remember that as Julie rolls into F-O-R-D. So, Jules? That's right, trying to keep it real here. So when do you use this? All right, I wrote down A, B, and C, point A. When you're meeting new people at a center of influence meeting, event, party, club, etc. Holiday events are a perfect place to practice this. And remember, fourth quarter, you're playing the yes game. When somebody invites you to do something, even if you're not thrilled about it, you say yes. It would be my pleasure. I can't wait to see you there. Expansion of your center of influence. And then now you'll know what to say and how to say it. So, again, point A, meeting new people, wherever you may be. Point B, when you're meeting somebody new one-on-one, like a hairdresser, a neighbor, a friend of a friend. 
somebody's introducing you to their friend. So you're in a one-on-one -on -one situation. And C, when you're reaching out by phone or in person to anybody in your past client center of influence database, this is a great technique to break the ice and to stop being weird about calling your past clients and centers of influence. So those are three opportunities for you to use this. How does it work? Well, you want to write this down and then memorize it. We call it the Ford script, but it's not really a script. It's more of a memory jogger, a guide, an outline. So Ford stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. On our coaching call, we make people memorize it by doing that over and over like 50 times, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, so you won't forget it. It's a simple memory jogger to remind you to ask questions in those four categories in order to create conversation. This way you can connect in a meaningful way. Remember the Maya Angelou quote. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Okay? Again, Tim, to your point, this, it should be called the ego removal script. <laughs> ego removal. Did I say evil? Ego removal script. Okay? Because it gets you talking about them and it helps you know what to ask. So why does it work? Point number one, using the Ford, F-O-R-D, pattern instantly removes your ego by making the conversation about the other person. It lends versatility to all of the four personality styles. So it doesn't matter what your DISC profile is, this works for each and every one of you. Some of you, when you're in an unusual situation, try to sell with blah, 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 or over-educate or become over-analytical and won't shut up. And others of you who are normally pretty chatty and conversational and friendly, go all introverted. It's kind of weird what overcomes different personality styles. This is the cure for our, all four. Anything you want to hover on there, Tim, or are we good? So the idea is when you run into, just making it practical, the idea is when you run yep. into folks, uh, don't start doing what a lot of you guys already do and start basically telling them about yourself. Don't do it. Avoid that temptation like the plague. And it is a bad, bad habit, incredibly ineffective way of communicating with people. Instead, Follow forward. Remember what Jules said, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. What we're asking you to do is, and maybe you just have the same you know, opening conversation, and you already do this, a lot of you, all, uh, automatically, but the problem is, is you bounce off and start talking about yourself too quick. Ask them about their family. Ask them about what's going on with Johnny and Susie. Ask them about their whatever, 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 and stay on family. If you're in line at a Starbucks and you're talking with a stranger, chances are you'll never get past the F and Ford. So the, the concept here is let's say, again, you're at a party and you can't get away from these, this group of people and people are sort of exchanging information about people. What you want to say, for example, when you're talking to somebody, meeting someone for the first time, ask them how long they've lived there. Ask them, you know, find out if they're married or not. Find out just those types of things. What brought you here? How long have you lived here? Do you guys, you know, what neighborhood? Do you like living here? Do your kids go to these schools? Or if they don't have kids, do you have any dogs or whatever, whatever. So stay focused on those types of, converse, uh, those types of um, questions, and then they will, or you will, your ego will think, well, these people must want to know about me. I am so important. It's my turn to talk about myself. Wrong. They don't want to hear about you. If the, if, to be polite and they ask about you, say, oh, we've lived here about five years. So is your, hu is your husband or your wife from here as well? 
are you guys from? You know, that type of thing. And then just you can answer the question and be polite, but go back and ask more questions about themselves. Now, it's really critical that you guys, first of all, you understood that the number one favorite topic of everyone is talking about themselves. And the number two important thing is, as you go through this, be thinking to yourself, who actually gives a shit about you enough to ask questions about you? Who actually, in your life, right now, takes the time to ask inquisitive questions about you where they're sincerely trying, where they're sincerely listening, and they're sincerely listening and then proving that they're listening by asking you questions about what you just said? Not like you're interrogating them, but you're showing interest in them. Do you guys understand what I'm talking about here? Some of you, again, real estate agents, salespeople in general, are horrible at this because they all like to talk about themselves. It's all the ego basically slipping in and thinking that somehow in order for people to want to do business with me and like me, I have to you know, verbally diarrhea them with all the stuff that's important and impressive about me, where the reality of it is, is that makes them uh, – that pushes people away. So in your life, who right now shows enough interest that they'll actually ask questions and listen? Listen not for – what they're going to do, or how they're going to pivot the conversation. Oh, you mentioned that you like to play golf. Well, let me tell you about my golf trip last year to Ireland, okay, or whatever. That's not listening. That's just basically you trying to talk about yourself again. Listening is where you show them that you heard what they just said, and then you go back and ask more questions. Again, in an organic way. About them. You know, yes. about them, right. And, and so the, the interesting thought here, guys, is who actually in your life right now shows that level of interest in you. It's probably, if you're like most of us, nobody. You literally have nobody that actually takes the time to ask questions about you. Your doctor, maybe, for like 32 seconds. Your coach, if you have one. Your coach, if you have one, yes, probably. Your spouse, rarely. Your mom, maybe. You guys get the point? So when you become somebody, this is how you have that sort of mythical quality. When you hear people talk about people as being special I promise you guys, this is one of the main elements of being special, that they know how to ask questions and show interest in other people opposed to talking about themselves. Because when you're around somebody who's asking questions and showing sincere interest in you, when is the last time that happened? Like never, right? But when you are in that experience, when you do have that experience personally, don't you feel special? Doesn't it make you feel good? Doesn't it, want to, doesn't it make you want to be around that person more? Doesn't it want to make you uh, like want to uh, reward that person for having shown interest in you by maybe sending them referrals or helping them out in some other way? You guys understanding what we're saying? So when you read great, when you read books on great people from history, when you read any kind of biographies on folks that have accomplished amazing things, this is always one of the principal qualities that they have: their ability to not talk about themselves but their ability to talk to other people, ask other people uh, questions, and show sincere interest in people. And they know that they should not be talking about themselves because that is a deterrent to getting people to like you. I hope you guys understand that. I hope you really have internalized that. Julie? Well, you know, the interesting thing is that they wouldn't say that back to you. Gosh, you know what? That conversation with Tim, that was great because he was asking all about me. It doesn't take that way. They basically would say, gosh, what a nice guy right? I, I really, yep. I think I want to be friends with him. I'm going to go do some event that he invites me to, whatever. They, it's because you made them feel good. They won't, the they won't say it that way. It right. is. But it's read, how you make read, them feel. Yeah. Well, read it. It's worth reading one more time. I mean, read that Maya Angelou quote. And maybe yeah, you well, guys so she said, uh, yeah, she said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. And I think that's important because sometimes people want to open their mouths because they think they've got the script wrong. 
But she said, I learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And, you know, my example from that, Tim, I used to hate having to go through, you know, inspection negotiations and price reductions and the knockdown, drag out, pre-closing drama on certain deals. And then that seller would give me a huge hug at closing. And that was always, like, really confusing to me. <laughs> you know, like, who is this person? It's because you solved their real estate problem for them. And at the end of the day, when they're at closing and they feel that they've moved forward with buying or selling or both – then they're elated. So they'll forget what happened during the transaction, assuming you do a decent job. It's how you go about it and how you make them feel. So point number two on this was that using the Ford pattern requires that you ask questions. Questions allow you to control the conversation. This is the same reason all scripts are written in question format. Okay? That's your friend. You want to be asking questions. Those of you who don't open your mouth in unusual situations you always say it's because you don't know what to say. We're giving you what to say. And in fact, uh, and this may become a two-part show. We'll see how it goes. We're going to give you the exact questions under the Ford pattern. So point number three, creating conversation where the other party is speaking about themselves automatically makes them feel special, important, and paid attention to. Making them feel good will make them remember you more. Instead of thinking that you're one of the random ten people they met at that event, they're going to remember you specifically and remember, when you're getting business from your center of influence, they have to remember you as a good person first, a good person first, a trusted real estate advisor second. That's the other big mistake we say some of you do is you lead with, when do you plan on moving, instead of letting them get to know you and you asking questions and having them like you first. It does matter that they believe in you as a good person first before you lay the real estate on top. Well, Julie, let's take, a little, let, let's take a little practical pivot here, okay? So a lot of you don't like to consider yourself salespeople. A lot of you guys hate scripts. A lot of you guys resist all those types of things that are required for you to become successful. You know that what you're saying isn't working very well because obviously based on your closings, let's just keep it real, you're not taking listings, you're buying buyer leads. So you know something's wrong. You just don't know what it is that's wrong. And you know then you listen to Julie and I and we'll say like, you know, you got to do this, you got to do the other thing. And your ego says, oh, no, screw you, buddy. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to – you're not going to make me into some kind of sales salesperson Borg. Well, have you guys ever, A, recognized that that is a partial reaction that almost all of you have? And, B, have you ever asked yourself why that's happening? I'll give you the simple answer. It's your ego that's – and read Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Halliday. By the way, Julie, I didn't know if I told you this, but on Amazon, so many because we mentioned Ryan's book, so many people who yeah. are purchasing our book or are also purchasing Ryan's, that Amazon's <laughs> running, uh, running ads of Ryan's book right beside our book on Amazon. It's kind of funny. Oh, cool. So that means that, hey, that, that, means that Ryan's – that means that Ryan's book buyers are also buying ours too, which is nice. So, but here's the yeah. moral of the story, guys, is if you had a conversation, uh, if you knew basically when you were talking to people that you were being sincere, that what you were saying and the questions you were asking were sincerely designed so that you can get to know people and you didn't feel like you were manipulating them, if you didn't feel like you were being a scumball, if you didn't feel like you were trying to be forced to have these you know, unnatural, incongruent conversations with people, wouldn't you want to go out and meet more people that's what ford is all about that's by the way what our entire coaching program is all about we are 
yes, of course, we have lots and lots of scripts, and we want you guys to follow the scripts. But we don't want you to memorize the scripts to the point where they're not yours. We want you to uh, internalize the scripts, and we want you to personalize the scripts. The same goes with Ford. You know, you, as long as you get the concept of, A, shut up and ask questions, B, never talk about yourself, C, make sure you're always asking them questions about themselves because it makes them feel important like they're the center of the universe. When you have these little, you know, incidental short time, uh, short period of co- uh, time contacts with these folks at Lions Starbucks, while you're picking out, you know, cucumbers at the grocery store, while you're at a Christmas party, while you're doing this, the other thing, which normally would have resulted in some sort of awkward exchange of nothing, now you are giving them a little gift of allowing them to talk about themselves. They will forever remember you as being special because, as I hopefully sold you guys on earlier, nobody ever asks questions about other people. All people want to do is talk about themselves. We live in a nice narcissistic and voyeuristic world that's been amplified by all these social networks. Really, it's nothing good. 99% of the time, nothing good comes from all that social networking. It doesn't actually make people more networking. And, you know, I remember when the word sharing actually meant sharing something. Now when you take a picture of your salad and you put it on, you know, your Facebook feed, I'm sorry, that is not sharing. I don't know what you guys are thinking. but It's oversharing. But, get it. but realize what some of you have done is you have allowed yourselves into believing that the, pay, the face-to-face, belly-to-belly contact, or even over-the-phone contact, is less important than it ever was. The exact opposite is true, because so many mediocre and low-skilled agents – I use the word skilled, with, you know, not even the word skilled should be used – is it, it, so many of them are doing all that passive crap. You do the exact opposite. That's what you need to be focused on. You need to focus on becoming really good at Ford, really good at basically having conversations with strangers. And, and you guys will be on a, you know, you guys will have so much more influence and power and people want to be around you. Literally when you try this, you're going to experiment with us uh, between now and, and tomorrow. Hopefully you have the opportunity to. And you're going to just have a nice little, you know, innocent conversation with somebody and you're going to find that that person who you have asked questions of and shown interest in is going to become a fast friend of yours because you made them feel special. Allowing people to talk about themselves and asking questions that basically encourage that and not pivoting and talking about yourself makes you special. That's it, guys. So we're going to pick up where we left off uh, today, tomorrow. And when we do, we're going to be giving you guys exact scripts, conversation openers, and we're going to kind of break it down how what, what's appropriate for different situations and different social situations. Um, but remember, Ford stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams, and that's kind of a conversation flow. Most times when you're talking with folks, um, depending on how long you're talking with them, family is just going to basically be the only thing you ever talk about. You might make it to the occupation category. It might slip in that you sell real estate and things like that, but we can talk more about the art of making conversations flow smoothly tomorrow. If you guys need us for anything, I want you to feel free to email us, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. If you guys need any help in your business, please feel free to go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.